Good day to you. Welcome to Michael's show. At it today. Beautiful day. Hump day. Wednesday. If you want to get a hold of us, give us a shout. Uh, over on uh, Twitter, you can find us at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find our uh, good buddy producing the program, Grant Bills, at Wisco Grant. At Wisco Grant, always call the program, 877-867-1670. The app is always one of the best ways to listen to the program. Take us anywhere and everywhere. The Zone Madison, the Zone, Z-O-N-E, the Mo- Zone Madison app, W-O-Z-N. You can track us down. And uh, you can always find us on uh, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all that kind of stuff as well. So uh, we are back. I am back from Chippewa Falls. Got back last night, again, I don't know, 1230, something like that uh, last night. Got to bed about quarter after two after I got a little bit more work done and back up uh, this morning for meetings. <laughs> meetings at uh, 7 a.m. this morning, bright and early. So uh, running on fumes today. But that being said, the hoodie's in town. And that's always big news, whenever the hoodie's home. And uh, he is uh, in Green Bay. The Packers and the Patriots going to face off against one another in a couple of joint practices before the game coming up this weekend. The defense of the uh, Patriots, good to have them in town because they're really going to press what uh, Jordan Love and company have to offer. So uh, it should be pretty spirited, I guess might be the best way to put it. Very disciplined, but pretty spirited up in Green Bay. We're going to hear from Mike Clemens uh, as well. In the meantime, uh, we go over to Madison, Wisconsin, where our buddy Wisco Grant is hanging out. So how was the final hour yesterday of one you and Mike Clements? It was riveting, Bill. It's always riveting <laughs> radio when Mike is here. We talked about, because you know Mike, Mike loves the guys on the bubble. That's what's oh, great yeah. about Mike this time of year is he'll give us the, the full story of Carrington Valentine, who we heard from yesterday, and right. some of the fourth, fifth string tight ends now that Tyler Davis is out. So yeah, it was riveting. It was awesome. I love talking to Mike. That is uh, that is always good. I was listening to a little bit uh, of it as I was driving, so I did I did catch it. So, uh, so I was uh, I was I was riveted. I was I was glued to my radio. Hell yeah! As I drove up the highway, as I drove out ninety four heading west yesterday, had a good time last night. Um, the uh, I'll I'll say this: we have three of these events left, and it's gotten weird. Okay, let me let me let me say this: it's gotten weird, and here's the reason why: is because um, these started out is kind of like, um, it, it was just this casual, intimate gathering of 30 people. And we told, uh, you know, a few stories, answered a few questions. And, you know, you had a cigar manufacturer kind of explain the different types of, you know, things. And you had a really good meal, a couple of drinks. And, you know, that's, that's kind of the premise of this. Okay. The, the cigar dinners for our friends at Quick Trip, Quick Spirits and Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery. And it has grown into, like, going on tour in the state of Wisconsin. It's, it's um, it, first of all, they sell out almost immediately. It has gone from an intimate gathering of 20 to 30 people to 60 to 70 people. I think the one at Cortez's that we have at the end of the year has gone well over 100, 150 people. And they're growing. The demand is growing. I mean, I, I think at this point in time, if I could just schedule enough of these, I could just tour, tour the state of Wisconsin, quit my job, and call it a day because it's it's just that kind of cool. But uh, these these have gotten really kind of neat, and it's uh, it's you know people no longer say you know hey we had a great time at the dinner or the cigar dinner or whatever. They say now what a great show, 
which is good. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm, I'm, I'm completely 100% flattered and humbled. But it's, it's, it's like, well, we're not really doing a show. It's, it's just kind of a Q&A. But it's become a show. It's interactive with, with fans. And I'm thinking, should we take this to the Riverside? <laughs> you can't smoke in the Riverside. But, you know, it's, it's really gotten kind of cool. So I know that celebrations, if it's not sold out, it's very, very close. Uh, we're going to be in lacrosse coming up. I think it's our next one. Uh, we've got a, a golf outing slash dinner uh, show. Uh, coming up in Wausau, and that is uh, approaching in the next couple of weeks. And then our last one is going to be at Cortezi's down in uh, Kenosha, and that is coming up. I think it's the second week of September. So, uh, but but go to uh, you know either quickspirits.com, tobaccooutletplusgrocery.com, and you can see the information there. But uh, they're they're now like in demand. They're now selling out. We've got people that are calling that want them in their areas. And I either, you know, I, and I don't schedule them because people get mad at me. They're like, are you kidding me? Why don't you come here? It's like, I don't schedule them. They're not up to me. I dance. I'm like a monkey, man. I dance where they tell me to dance. But uh, they've gotten really big, and it's been a lot of fun. Last night was a, a terrific crowd. We had a couple of people with, uh, we had a group of people. They were all turning 65 within the next, you know, few months, I guess. And uh, so they were all there, and there was a gentleman there last night that his wife had actually uh, bought him a ticket for his birthday to come to the event, and he had no idea, which is fine. He had no idea who I was. He mixed me up with Brett Michaels and wanted to know if I was going to sing, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, so, I mean, we had that kind of, you know, uh, uh, attendee. So it was, it was fun last night. We had a great time. So for those that attended, we certainly appreciate it up in the Eau Claire area. And uh, with Soda High Shore Supper Club, I have not been there since they renovated and they renovated that place, and man, oh, man, is that beautiful, right there on the lake and on the river. So uh, what a great time. Thanks to everybody that showed up last night. We had a lot, a lot of fun, without a doubt. Uh, anyway, that being said, 877-867-1670, hit us up if you choose to do so. A um, lot of questions last night about the not necessarily Jordan Love. I think everybody is of the opinion of Jordan Love, we'll wait and see. I think there's just a lot of that. Um, I, now it is about can Christian Watson really become the wide, the elite wide receiver in the league that they need him to be? Can the defense, you know, and, and a lot of questions about who really, what, you know, what young cat really needs to kind of, to be cliche, who needs to step up? Who needs to really emerge for this team to have a lot of success? And a lot of good questions last night that make you kind of go, wow, okay, that's kind of deep. I got to think about that. Um, in talking about that last night, now we're going to hear from uh, you know a lot of guys and inside the uh, the Packers locker room and such. And and the other thing is, we're going to hear from uh, Bill Belichick today, a little bit, a little bit of Bill Belichick today, which is which is always nice. Uh, but Mike Clemens doing his due diligence, so uh, we're going to hear from uh, some of the stuff from Bill Belichick and company, and then anything else coming out of the locker room and Matt Lafleur's presser today and such. We're going to hear all of that coming up in a little bit. But when the question was posed, and last night there was a lot of talk about a lot of the youth and a lot of the young guys and who really needs to kind of emerge, so to speak, for this Packers team. And, you know, it's interesting because I don't think you have to put, and I thought about this coming home last night, I don't think you have to put pressure on Christian Watson to be the guy or Jaden Reed to really step up in his rookie year or Luke Musgrave. to. Re I think what you need to do is collectively they have to be consistent. And I know it's a very boring, crappy, non-sensationalistic, low-ass clickbait type of answer. But that's the truth. 
You just need them to be consistent. You know, if things will come and they will grow, but just be consistent. Don't, you know, don't have, you know, five passes to you, three for drops, one's an incompletion and one catch. You know, you need to be consistent. So I think uh, when you when you look at Christian Watson as a whole, Romeo Dobbs as a whole, Samari Torrey as a whole, Jaden Reed, I think what you just need to be able to do is say, Jordan Love, just spread the ball around. Don't. Don't be the Aaron Rodgers-esque lock-on-one guy, and that's going to be your guy. Now, there's going to be guys you have a rapport with and and maybe who you trust. Okay, I understand all of that. But this is going to be just spread it around. Spread it around. Move the sticks. I don't care if this team's not going downfield on the consistent. I don't care if they don't have, you know, the Jamar Chase over-the-top consistent threat or the, the you know, Swiss Army knife of speed of Debo Samuel and, and such. I don't care. I, it, all I want to see is just consistency. You know, run the ball, three yards of carry, four yards of carry. I know it's asking a lot, but three, four, three, four yards of carry. Uh, be able to move the ball via the tight ends. Get you know quick outs, hitters over the middle, inside slant. Maybe that comes back as as a thing. You know, because the last time we saw consistency out of the inside slant was probably when Donald Driver was a wide receiver. But just just that stuff. You know, move move the sticks, continue drives, grind on defenses, keep your defense off the field. You know, that, that's it. And and I I, I really I, I got into this last night and I thought about it and I thought, what happens if you just I don't want to say dink and dunk, but if you just you know five yard out, seven yard out, ten yard out, three yard run, four yard run, you know, two yard out, you know, if if all of a sudden at the end of the day you're still throwing for two hundred and seventy yards. And a couple of touchdowns, you run for one or two, you kick a field goal or two, you know, I mean, and your defense is at, at close to top 10. Well, before you know it, you're sniffing 10 wins, right? Maybe more. And you're sniffing the postseason. That's all I think this team, that, that's all I'm expecting. That's all I'm looking for this season. I'm not looking for much more than that. Now, if it becomes dynamic and suddenly Christian Watson really begins to feel it and guys just cannot keep up with his, his overall speed and, you know, they're just, you know, two-step drop, boom, launch that thing and let him run under it and catch it and go get it because he's becoming some kind of a, a leaping apex guy, fantastic. That is icing on the cake, man. That's, I, that's like walking into Quick Trip and you find that brownie that's got that, you know, a little bit of that sugar frosting on top. And then you look and you go, oh, crap. Oh, snap. And then on the other side, you got that brownie with that thick, fudgy icing that's just, it's just you know, you don't even need it. You just put it in your pants, go home and roll around. That kind of thing. That, that's Christian Watson if he becomes a threat, if he becomes that deep threat on a consistent. That's it. That's all you need. You don't need anything more than that. So for all the questions. Of who needs to step up? Well, you know, you'd love to see a guy like Lucas Van Ness step up, but he's not going to. He's going to be Rashawn Gary in his first year, 2.0. It's going to take him some time. He's going to be a body. He's going to be a rotational guy. Maybe you put him in in certain matchup situations that benefit him, you know. Uh, you, you hope that Colby Wooden, you know, gives you some upfront power, stability, leverage. You know, he gives you a good rotation with Kenny Clark and T.J. Slayton and Devontae Wyatt and Colby Wooden. You know, even maybe maybe Carl Brooks, maybe he does it. Jonathan Ford, maybe you got your good rotation there, big bodies. You know, you got maybe Preston Smith has a has a uh, uh, a more pressure packed year when it comes to getting after the quarterback. Andre Campbell has a little bit better season than he had last year. Quay Walker suddenly able to get a little bit more off the block. I mean, that that really, if Quay Walker with all the ability he has and the team speed that he has, 
if Quay Walker figures it out, he could be probably one of your, your more impactful players because then he becomes utilized in so many different ways. He really does. But if you get anything out of Rashawn Gary this year that's over and above what you believe he could he can do, that's fantastic because he's coming back from an ACL, you know? If suddenly, you you know, Eric Stokes comes back and he's feeling really, really good and you got him and Keisha Nixon, Rasul Ford, you know, Jair Alexander back there, and all of a sudden you're looking at, you know, Carrington Valentine, he's a viable guy. You know, things, you know, your safety position, you may not have a ton of high-end you know, quality all-star Pro Bowl talent, but you've got depth. For the first time in a long time, you've got some depth. So, you know, if the defense is around the top ten and the offense can just put consistent points on the board, can put put consistent yards up, I, I don't see why not this team couldn't do some maybe some pri- surprising things. And at the end of the season, you could say, here's the statistics. It looked pretty good. Did, did they play it safe? Is Colin Cowherd right? Did they put floaties on him? Who the hell cares? If he's moving the football down the field, I don't care. Doesn't matter to me. So it's not like Anthony Richardson for the Colts, who his first couple of passes uh, in the game against Buffalo the other day, he's, he's winding up and hurt, heaving it downfield. Really good pass. Don't get me wrong. But you, you, just, you don't need to. You don't need to. Just be consistent. That's it. And you can win a lot of baseball, or you can win a lot of football games that way. I'm sorry, I'm <laughs> the Little League World Series baseball commercial just came on, and I got all geeked up over that. But just be consistent. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, let's get to the phone calls. Derek, listening to us in Albany, New York. Derek, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, Bill, you know as well as anybody that there's so many cliches in sports, you know, all the phrases and everything. You know it, and, and it's part of the lexicon, you know, but... The first game against the Bears, that is maybe the most important first game we have had in a long, long time. Because if we Mm -hmm. win that game, I I think if we win that game, we got enough momentum to go to Atlanta and win again, and then we're at home against the Saints. It sounds cliche, but that first game is really, really big. They're all big. But do you agree that this might be the the biggest first game we've had in probably 10 years? 100%. 100% for two reasons, not just to get off on the right foot, but because the Bears have been, quote, owned between Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers over the last 30 years. And now yeah, they're you can't, loaded for Bears. Right. The, 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 the tradition of that, the pressure of that, you know, when he did the belt and then yelled into the fans, I own you. The fans down there now feel, and we had a couple of Bears fans in the uh, crowd last night, now feel like the cloud is lifted, like it's their time. And Bears fans want Packers fans to feel like Bears fans have felt for the last 30 years. Like, you just can't beat that team and beat that franchise. So the pressure not only to win your first game and to get your first real start and to kind of show your wares life after Aaron Rodgers, but to then face the team that Rodgers said he owned is huge. I 100% yeah, agree I think this you. is a very interesting game for the, uh, the network, too, because most of the nation, from what I can gather, about 70% of the nation is going to see that as part of the doubleheader. So, yep. big time. Yep, 100%. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more. Appreciate the phone call, as always, Derek. Thank We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to step away. We're going to come back. Got a lot more to get to, and uh, I want to hear your thoughts. I want to hear your thoughts. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Woke up this morning, and uh, I had some text messages. 
And one of them was for my buddy Dave over at uh, Steel Tank Brewing. And Steel Tank Brewing, as you know, is going to be the landing spot. It's going to be the final destination on the motorcycle ride this year. And we've got uh, bands. Uh, we have got, you know, huge tent, big stage, tons of parking, food, vendors, the whole thing. It's a festival now, okay? It's a festival. We're going to have a great time. It's on Robrook Lane in Oconomowoc' Steel Tank Brewing Company. That's going to be the end spot for the motorcycle ride. So Dave texts me. I wake up, and he's like, uh, hey, dude, I never thought of this. Now, their restaurant can hold a few hundred people on the inside. Outside, and the music venue can hold maybe 500. But outside, you know, we're, is where most everybody is going to be after the ride. And if it's a nice day, and say the weather forecast of 78 and sunny, feels like 80, uh, it holds up. You know, and I'm still checking it every day, and it's still holding up right now. If that holds up, we could end up with 1,200 motorcycles, which would be beyond our wildest dreams, phenomenal when it comes to funds raised for Fisher House, Wisconsin, for veterans, military members, and their families. But also, it would be, you figure, most motorcycles, somebody brings somebody, right? You got your girlfriend, wife, whatever. And and then you get a lot of double riders and such. But... If you end up with, say, 1,200 bikes, you're probably going to end up with about mm, seventeen to 1,800 people, okay? So Dave texted me this morning, and this is Dave being all over it. He's like, oh, Bill, I just thought of something. How many porta-potties do we need? I don't know what the rule of thumb is for porta-potties. <laughs> but this is my morning. This is, this is the kind of stuff you deal with when you put these big events together. Uh, I said, I don't know. So I had to Google. And some say for every 50 people, you have to have a porta potty. Some say for every 100 people, you have to have a porta potty. So he's got like four bathrooms on the inside. So we went with, uh, I think, six or eight additional porta potties. But that's the kind of deep thinking we woke up to this morning when it comes to our friends at Steel Tank Brewing. Is not only are they worried about opening their doors today, but they're worried about porta potties and make sure we take care of everybody for the motorcycle ride coming up uh, on Sunday, September 3rd. Uh, Steel Tank Brewing is a terrific place, unbelievably great food, and uh, they are the, the uh, veteran-owned company. Dave is a veteran, and I just can't recommend them enough. So we hope to see you at Steel Tank Brewing in Oconomowoc uh, coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. But they are uh, just give them, a, give them a nod, man. Give them a tip of the cap because they're doing a lot of stuff and taking it on via their own expense to make this motorcycle ride spectacular. So thanks, Dave, and uh, thanks to Dave and the gang over at Steel Tank Brewing. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Well, you knew a win streak had to snap last night. Unfortunately, it was the uh, the Brewers and their win streak. Dodgers won their ninth in a row, 6-2 win over the Brewers and uh, the the NL division leaders. Christian Yelich hit Bobby Miller's first pitch of the game for a single. Then uh, the rookie, uh, you know, walked William Contreras, and after that just was pretty much it. Miller tossed six innings, one run ball, retired the final 18 batters he faced, and the Dodgers won their ninth straight game, 6-2 over the Brewers last night, and uh, that was it. Pretty much done. Brewers didn't have much more uh, pop after that. Uh, the NL Central leading Brewers had the uh, the win streak snapped, and uh, the Dodgers sent ten batters into the to the plate and scored five runs while breaking open the tie in the sixth. And that was all she wrote. So Brewers back at it tonight. 
taking on the uh, taking on the Dodgers and um, kind of hoping that uh, they can get a couple of wins out in L.A. You don't want to lose yet another. I'll not, uh, put it this way: you already what are you, what are you one in five against the Atlanta Braves, I think, and that's in the uh, American or the National League East. What you don't want to do is continue to drop to the Dodgers in the National League West. So you're, uh, you know, you're kind of setting yourself up for when you meet them in the postseason to say, look, you just don't have sustainability against these two particular teams. Now we all know that you can get hot, you can get lucky, you can get healthy, all that kind of stuff. I say it all the time, but uh, but man, it's. You don't want to have that ominous feeling going into those series uh, if and when you get to the postseason and say, oh, God, great, we got you know the Braves coming to town. Well, boy, you couldn't do anything with them in the regular season. Same thing, you don't want to be under, you don't want to stare down the barrel of that against the Dodgers. So you're hoping they bounce back tonight, get themselves a win, make it a nice, maybe get two wins, and then get on to Texas, try to win a series there, and then keep moving. Keep moving. 877-867-1670. Um, the uh, This one's from Jack, and it's kind of Packers, but yet unpackers related. He said, uh, have you talked about at all the upgrades to Lambeau Field and what it's going to be like for fans going there on Saturday night? I have not. And I'll be quite honest with you. I Other than the, the big new scoreboards, I don't all I don't haven't paid attention to it. Um, I just I just haven't. I, I if fans, if you know something different, and you have details, chime in, because that's kind of what the show is all about. But uh, I have not. Uh, I it and it's not for. I I don't know if it's it's not for lack of want to. It's just I I guess. Today's day and age, you have to pay attention to the stadium amenities, you know, and, and certainly things like bathrooms, additional bathrooms, or, you know, the ability to um, use media and, 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 you know, digital services, maybe to create the ability to get your food or whatever quicker. Uh, I'm not a fan. I, I know the Bucks do this because the Bucks do, you have to order from your seat and then go pick it up, you know. I hate that. I like going and looking at the board. I like being able to pay cash. I like, you know, I still just do. And it's not an old school thing. It's just I, it's just a, a menu choice. You know, I, some people like say, well, the menu's right there on your phone. I, that's okay. But there are times where you just want to get up and move, you know. But they, you know, again, the, for people that don't want to get up and move and they want to keep people in their seats, I, you know, I, that's, I understand it. Understand it. Um. But yeah, it's I have not really paid that much attention. Grant of you, I mean, if is there anything spectacular that they've added other than the massive new scoreboards at Lambeau Field that has maybe tripped your trigger, caught your eye, or that you even give a damn about? Well, I don't go to a ton of Packer games. I haven't been to one since 2016. And unfortunately, I missed the ownership meeting this year because I don't know. Well, it was on a Monday, so I had to work. But I, I might have even been filling in for you the day of the ownership meeting. And I've never been. I'd like to go. I know it, it's boring and it's a business meeting, but would it be a cool thing to do just once? I know the scoreboards are massive and they're probably 
always adding bathrooms, but I haven't heard or read about much, and it's not like I was at the ownership meeting, so mm-hmm. I'm not the best person to ask. But you, I mean, you, you got the porta potty count number down. You're being asked about <laughs> bathrooms at Lambeau Field. You're just kind of uh, a bathroom no. authority a little bit. I guess. I, I have no idea where the uh, the amenity side of things come from. Now, the the motorcycle ride side I get because it's just one of those things that if you, you know, it, it, you'd hate to overlook because you really do got to take care of the people that that arrive, but it, like like the Packers do, but the Packers have had the same amount of people coming into the stadium for years. I, I don't, you know, unless there's been a, a bottleneck somewhere of, of bathroom usage, I, I, I don't know what else they need to do, to be quite honest with you. Hey, by the way, and I and this is kind of off the topic. This is from uh, Jack. Jack said, uh, hey, unit, I started reading some of the Packers coverage, and my subscription has expired to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Have you seen the price lately? Nineteen ninety nine a month. And I, I, I'm like, that can't be right. And sure enough, it is. Because I, I don't subscribe to a lot of stuff because otherwise I'd have 45 subscriptions. So I get my source of information from a couple different places. Uh, and so I sure enough, I went or $19.99 a month plus tax for a news outlet. I remember when it was, you know, and again, I don't want to go the old school route, but when they, you know, delivered papers years ago, it wasn't anywhere near that. And even digitally. It it that was nineteen ninety nine a month. Now I get it that the scribes are, you know, it's a dying industry because with social media and all the different podcasts and outlets and all that kind of stuff, it it you know it's really eaten into their business. So I under one hundred percent understand it. But nineteen ninety nine a month. Do, do you subscribe to any papers, any any news outlets like that within the state at all, Grant? Yeah, the Journal Sentinel. I used to. Um, but you know, there's there's different tiers of subscriptions. I feel like I'm not spending 19.99 a month. I should check my statements, but I do because I like reading Kurt Hogue, who's a good friend of my show, and some of their Packer coverage and some of their Milwaukee yeah. things, especially right now with the stadium funding, and it, it's just really good to have that. And I right. also pay for the Athletic because there's so much content on the Athletic. But that's about I, it, right? I and I do get the Athletic. I uh, I I don't know if I've had a password or something for a while or something. I have no idea. But I just I don't I, I have not paid for the the subscription for the Journal Sentinel for a long time. But I enjoy reading Tom Silverstein, uh, Todd Rosiak for the Brewers, Ryan Wood, all the coverage between them and the Green Bay Press Press Gazette because they've kind of combined things. I, I just I enjoy it. But damn, I don't remember the, it being that because I did one of those um, not that long ago when I. Uh, did a home equity loan in my house. I went through every bill that I had, and I started looking in between Netflix. Hulu was like ridiculous. If you get Hulu Live, between my because I overpay for my cable and and uh, internet uh, because of the business, so I have to. But between that, Netflix, Hulu, I was spending almost four hundred dollars a month, which was supposed to be. I mean, Hulu was supposed to be. Hey, cut the cable. This is cheaper, and it's like sixty-seven dollars a month. And now it just went up again at 72. So Hulu's gone. And it doesn't have a lot of the sports rights that it used to two or three years no. ago when a lot of people added no. it. No, I completely agree. And, and, and I, I sent them a note because they said, well, what, do we, what can we do to get you back? I said, nothing. You, you were ridiculous. And, and, you know, and then if you spent the extra money, you're supposed to be commercial free. And it's, it's loaded with commercials now. Because my thing was Dateline. I loved watching Dateline and some of the old shows. And then some of the sports when I was on the road, I could travel. I could still watch it on Hulu. And you can't do that anymore. 
So I'm like, what what the hell am I paying for? Why would I do this? So I got rid of Hulu. I got, I'm not a huge Netflix person. I don't watch a lot of movies. Comedy specials, yes. Movies, no. Gone. See ya. You know, so I keep a few subscriptions, but nineteen ninety nine a month for, for, for the newspaper? Damn. And I don't know I don't know if that's happening. I miss I spend, getting the uh, paper delivered in the morning, and then I miss my dad being crabby that it was here at 645 instead of quarter to six <laughs> like it's supposed to be. I miss that. We lost that as a society. Did you ever deliver papers? I didn't. I would have loved to have a paper out with my bike I as did. a kid. I delivered papers. Uh, my my sister, uh, who had gone on disability, uh, my sister, that's what she did. So that was one of the things that she could do. She was she could drive her car and then she loaded her van up with the papers and then throw uh, the uh, uh, the Cincinnati Enquirer was the was the newspaper. So I helped her. So I'd get up in the middle of the night and go throw papers and I used to listen to sports talk. So I just drove around and wailed papers and stuff like that. So I used to do that. Uh, and what was worse was the what, the terrible nights were the really cold ones or the rainy ones when it's pouring down rain. So, but I. I used to, I, I'm with you, man. I used to enjoy getting up, walking to the end of the driveway, you know, grabbing it. You know, you slid that plastic sleeve off of it. You opened it up. And, you know, I still, to this day, if they if they came back with that, I would buy it because that I enjoyed. I do enjoy digital, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, it's uh, there was something to be said for the, you know, if you want to go back to the charm and or romance of mm-hmm. that, of getting the scribe. So, anyway. Sunday mornings were the best. You'd, we'd get the Eau Claire paper, the big one. And then we'd get yeah. the Dunn County News, which is our, our smaller town paper in, in Menominee and, and Chippewa, or not Chippewa Falls, but that kind of area. And it would have the the, um, the marketplace thing. What's it called? The something buyer, the frequent flyer, the town paper, whatever, all the deals. And you right. could just page through it for an hour and we'd, you know, drink coffee and look at the papers before church. I miss that. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, the uh, Journal Sentinel, it's the deal where you pay a dollar a month for six months and then nineteen ninety nine after that. But still, it's nineteen ninety nine. Like, <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, not going to happen. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. I, and like I said, I do enjoy, you know, what I get out of Ryan Wood and Tom Silverstein and Todd Rosiak and all those guys. And, you know, obviously the Badgers coverage and such. It's, it's yeah, but, man. Uh, 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by our good buddy Scott Ellis and the gang at Homeside Financial right here in the state of Wisconsin. 414-791-7771. And he keeps telling me, he said, hey, let them know that you have got the ability right now to get a better interest rate than what's out there. And it's called the 2-1 buy-down. I don't know a damn thing about it. You can get almost 4.5%. Uh, go through qualifications, and he said, look, it's a great deal, and then after the interest rates begin to come back down, you can do everything all over again. He said it's just a great way to kind of get around a, uh, a few things, so to speak. I don't know anything about it. I'm not giving you legal jargon. I'm just kind of putting it into a Cliff Notes idiot version for me. But uh, 414-791-7771, 414-791-7771. That's our buddy Scott Ellis over there at Homeside Financial. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. 
good to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. I have got to tell you. Um, and I'll tell you in a minute here. But got to tell you. Uh, about our friends uh, over at uh, Cunis. Um, Got to tell you about our friends at Cunis RV. And, and the reason being is that uh, they have been fantastic. Um, they Not only do they help us out when it comes to the Fisher House and all the charitable stuff that we do, and they've got the Timberley Burn Camp for kids, and they're they're really, really big into that. they got a motorcycle ride for that actually coming up here towards the end of the month, and we're going to be a part of that. But uh, they, they just not only uh, do they have really good people, uh, but they are a terrific dealership to work with. I, you know, if we've ever, not that we ever do, but if we ever have issues, you know, I, I know that I've been there with Scott Reamer, who's a, a buddy of mine, and uh, he gets calls and texts all the time from customers, and, you know, he's there to help. Uh, our friends from Nexus, which is uh, the company that actually supplies Cunis, that supplies us with the big unit cruiser. Uh, my God, the the uh, I think it's a North American sales leader out of Ontario, Canada, uh, called me and just out of the blue, just to say, "Hey, we know you have one of our units. We just wanted to see, you know, how you're doing. If things are good. I mean, not you know. Again, I, I don't know if everybody gets that. I'll be perfectly honest with you, but it, it's just it, that's the kind of people you deal with, and it's no wonder they're rated number one in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, for, uh, you know, Cunis RV and the, the fastest-growing RV dealer and the number one rated RV dealer in customer satisfaction. They're great people. So, again, go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. And then don't forget, all throughout South uh, southern Wisconsin, they have uh, automotive as well, and they give you just the same amount of care, current concern, and service. So uh, great people from our friends at Cunis. And we can't do all the stuff we do when it comes to our charitable events and the motorcycle ride and everything without our friends from Cunis. So thanks to them for being a part of the program. Truly, truly, truly special people. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. You want to find us, do it. Uh, got an email from our buddy Steve. He said, uh, today's Journal Sentinel, now a phrase. Uh, we get the paper Wednesday and Sunday. The content is awful, little to no stories. There's a few ad inserts, and the carrier promptly delivers the paper at the crack of 930. Technology has crushed print media into submission. I uh, was a paper boy delivered in Waukesha, the Waukesha Freeman, for three years. That was so long ago, I had to go door-to-door -door and collect the fees for the paper myself. I also had to go down to the Freeman office and pay my weekly bill. Great way to learn uh, discipline back in the day. That's our buddy Stephen Richfield. Yeah, it's uh, uh, the, the collection side of things I never had to do. I didn't worry about that. But, uh, yeah, you, uh, you know, back in the day of delivering papers, you usually got to pay. The paper had to be in by, I think, like midnight. And then you got you got up at like one or two in the morning, and you got into the distribution center, and, and they gave you you had to go get the amount of papers you needed for your route, and then you then you you bagged them. You had to bag them. So I had to, I, man, I, if you weren't a fast bagger, you didn't get home till nine or ten in the morning, man. So you had to figure it out. You know, you go fold over side, fold over side, take the take the big bulky end, slide that into the sleeve, boom, off you go. You know, and you had to be able to do it fast. I mean, real fast. And then you loaded up your car, and your car was just teeming with papers. So you're, you know, unless there were some people that had systems, they put them in like uh, um, laundry baskets. I didn't do that. I just threw them all in the car. And you just drive, and you get like some fast food overnight. And you're grubbing on a burger and wailing stuff out the door and yeah, out the window. It was, it was fun. It was a, it was a good time. It, it, and you're right when you talk about discipline and 
you know, attention to detail in your job and such. Otherwise, you heard about it in the morning, man. If somebody didn't get their paper, holy smokes, they were pissed off. Big time. 877-867-1670. Mark writes, uh, I want to go to this, too. I want to get back off of the topic of newspapers, by the way. Uh, Not Mark, uh, Marty. Marty says, uh, hey, Bill, I heard you talking earlier about some of the young guys that need to step up. Uh, And you mentioned Lucas Van Ness that you don't think he's going to. Tell me why. It's not that I don't think he's he can, okay? Because certainly there's a lot of ceiling there. Um, what I'm saying is, is it, it defensive players? It just takes them longer. And some some get it right away. You know, Aiden Hutchinson played pretty well last year. Uh, and there's certain guys that come into the league and they're beasts. Boses they come in and they're beasts. Okay, they're they're like the exceptions to the rules, because you know if you get one of those top five six guys, usually. They're there because of their ability, and they can get past a lot of people, and they've got speed and hands and the whole thing. But the majority of guys, it, you know, and I've said this before, you play in your college days, and you play in, say, the Big Ten. You play eight, nine games against Big Ten opponents, a game or two against out of Big Ten opponents. And in the Big Ten, you're going to play Rutgers, Indiana, Purdue, maybe Ohio State, Michigan and Minnesota, you know, whatever. There's your your schedule. And then you're going to play Buffalo and Appalachian State, okay? So you've got a decent schedule. If you win out, you know, you're because you're in the Big Ten, you're going to get where you need to be. But out of that, really there's probably going to be maybe two guys that you're going to face that have the potential to go pro like you that it's going to be a battle. I mean, it's going to be a battle where you, you, they may whip your ass every play, okay? But for the most part, throughout your season, you're going to beat up on Rutgers, Appalachian State, Buffalo. You're going to get yours, okay? You're going to get yours. You're, you're, you know, the Rutgers of the world, maybe beat up on somebody in Minnesota. You know, who knows, okay? So, but you got maybe two guys, you know, Ohio State, Michigan, they, they get after it, man. They, they, they're they on your level or maybe higher, and you, you, you got a little ass kicking going on on both sides, right? When you get to the NFL, everybody can kick your ass. This, 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 is, not, this is not Rutgers. You're not playing the Scarlet Knights. This is not Appalachian State. You're playing the best of the best. Even the worst guy on an NFL roster is probably as good as or better than a lot of the guys you faced in college. So it takes you longer because in college you had gifted physical ability. You could just, you were, you were bigger, stronger, faster. You could just do it over the majority of guys. So you can stack success, stack statistics, stack film, have impressive highlights over nine games out of 11. The NFL, that ain't happening. So it takes the defenders longer because, and I remember talking to Rashawn Gary after his, it really pretty much midway through his, his rookie season, he's like, dude, you know, I, I used to be able to have, he watched Reggie White film. He was able to kind of give you that undercut power arm, right? He could do it in college, damn, damn near everybody. That's a move. But in the NFL, you got to have 16 different moves. 17 different moves, 20 different moves. Or you have to have more leverage, more power, more strength than the guy across from you. So Rashawn Gary, didn't, he didn't have any more moves. So what did he do? He got his hands out, locked up under pads, and he was able just because of his sheer lower body strength in his legs, in his bull rush, he was able just to beat some people up. 
kudos to him. And then as he got better over the years, he got some moves. He figured out some footwork. He got some more speed. He got he, he got quicker. He got anticipatory, all that stuff. So it takes guys that are pass rushers a little bit longer. That's the reason why. 877-867-1670. Hit us up again. 877-867-1670. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. Bill Michael Show on the air. Coming up at the uh, the end of the first hour of the program. Coming up next hour, going to hear uh, a couple of words from uh, the hoodie, the hoodie, Bill Belichick. And um, we, uh, I think, uh, coming up, we're going to have Matt Lafleur, and uh, I believe he had a pressure this morning. Am I am I wrong in my assumption there, uh, one Grant Pills? I saw pictures of Bill Belichick. I have not seen any pictures of Matt LaFleur, but I'm sure at some point today he's speaking. I don't know the schedule okay. things, but I'm sure at some point, yeah. Because usually he speaks before practice, and the Packers and the Patriots are now on the practice field. So I would assume that he has spoken, but uh, we will find out. So uh, that is coming up, and anything else you got, it's just one of those wide-open days today. Uh, what's good news is, and I had a couple people ask me this, is Paul Chargian going to be back this year? The Charge will be here. Uh, he will not be here tomorrow. I know some people are coming up uh, getting ready for those those drafts. Most drafts are going to take place at the end of the preseason. So we, we've got a little time. But uh, Charge is uh, out with his beautiful wife, Roxy, and they are traveling the country. Uh, he actually kind of uh, followed in some footsteps and called me, uh, was it last year or the year before, and said, hey, I need your, your advice. And I had, I'm had i thinking it's sports-related in some way, shape, or form. He bought an RV, and him and Roxy, they travel the country with their dogs, and they they go have fun. So I, I, I texted him because, Grant, you brought it up and said, hey, we're going to get charged back this year. And I, I texted him, and I said, hey, uh, can you do tomorrow? Can you come on tomorrow? And he sent me a very polite, uh, not going to happen. I am out in the woods, and we are RVing, and the dogs are enjoying life. And he's got pictures of, uh, you know, fire pits and stuff. So uh, Paul is out traveling. So we will have Paul next week. But uh, I can't wait. Can't wait. So there you have it. Um, This is, uh, real quick, this is uh, is Elliot. And Elliot says, uh, hey, Bill. Uh, how much pressure do you feel is going to be on Matt LaFleur this season? Uh, have we seen the real depth of coaching that he can bring to the table? Uh, and it goes on from there because I, I, I take it by Elliot's, you know, demeanor on the in the email that he's not a Matt LaFleur fan. And we can talk about that when we come back. But, Elliot, I did not want to ignore your email. So thank you very much. You can always email the program, by the way, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. TheBillMichaels at gmail.com. Rick says over on the live stream also, Mike Greenberg has his head so far up the Jets' asses. Oh, there you go. That's a thought, and that's a visual. That's a mental image. I don't think it's the Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I think it is a, uh, a person, one person in particular. 
that if he ever stopped quickly in the hallway, that, yeah, you'd hear that, oh, I'm stuck. And you'd open your eyes and, you know, you couldn't see anything. So I get what you're saying, though, Rick. Got it. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. Coming up after this.